Hello, this is Tim Price, and we're so thankful that you're joining us today on the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast. We're glad to have Ryan Freudcore with us. Cool name, but hard to spell, sometimes hard to say, and uh, I'm going to be talking with him in just a few minutes. But first, just want to remind you and thank you for listening, for subscribing, and for sharing, rating, and um, just helping us get the word out about this uh, Worship Leader Toolbox podcast. We're so thankful to have you on the journey with us. Today, we are going to uh, interview Ryan for just a few moments and talk a little bit about internships in ministry. And so this is going to be a fun, impromptu podcast today, and we're glad that you are here. So um, sit back and jump in with us here as we begin. All right, Ryan, we're glad you're here today. And just for fun, spell your last name for everybody. Oh boy, F-R- O-I-D-C-O-E-U-R. So you have all but one vowel. Basically. Yeah. And um, Ryan has been a part of our church for many years, and in the last couple years has served in some intern roles. And so um, before we get to those and a couple questions about that, just tell us a little bit about where you're at in life and what you've been up to and and, uh, just what's going on now. Well, uh, I just graduated from college, uh, Olivet Nazarene University. Um, with my bachelor's in electrical engineering. Um, I've started uh, my master's at SIUE, which is around here. Um, And yeah, I'm working on my master's, looking for a job, obviously with the uncertainty of this season, but I'm happy to be here and happy to still be working in the church and continuing my education. That's cool. So we actually met um, just like a couple years after you were born because you started attending church here and I was a worship leader and um, on staff here at the church. And then over the years, you were a participant in the junior band and then the high school band and a lot of leadership for high school ministry in general. And then um, I guess your junior year of college or somewhere along in there, we applied for an internship through our denomination. And so you served one summer as a official harvest intern yes and harvest ministry um, is the ministry that we uh, do through here it's been going since 1996 and the podcast is separate from the worship leader toolbox but um, it's go harvest podcast if you're interested but um, tell it tell us just what you remember or some of the stuff you uh, participated in as an intern for that unique summer (laughs) so that that summer, um, or well, leading up to the summer, I had been looking for an internship, and uh, I remember Tim had mentioned to me during Christmas that you still were looking for interns, and I know oh, I've seen over the past, over my years of being here at the church, I've seen a lot of the interns uh, come and get to see what kind of what they do and see how they interact with the group, and so I decided well. It's my last summer as a college student. I might as well do something worthwhile, <laughs> not just sit at home. Um, so I applied and it was pretty easy, not a too difficult process. I think I still got in like the, I didn't get the early sign up, but I started um, pretty quickly after I applied and then we started, oh, we were gone all but like, what, three Is weeks, that, something like that? Yeah, we were gone like, six or seven weeks total mm-hmm. so so and that summer it was you me and uh, a girl named elizabeth or ibs basically all summer with a few few others here and there but for the majority of the summer it was just us three 
yep. doing most of the camps. And we led music at the camps, and uh, Ryan participated in a whole bunch of video stuff and computer stuff and drumming, and you led a ton of games and a bunch of devotions. And uh, worship ministry at camps is kind of runs the gamut of a lot of things. Yes. So. When I signed up for an intern, I was expecting to do a lot of the tech stuff, and I definitely got more than what I thought I was going to get, <laughs> but it was definitely enjoyable. I also... so. Along with those, we also did a lot of impromptu skits. Oh, the yeah. Summer. And one of the things I always find fascinating is to think about how God wires us up and uses us for, uh, you know, his glory and whatever we're doing. And uh, the amazing thing is, is that you don't really think an engineer student would uh, get standing ovations at camps for pulling out improv craziness on Bible skits. But oh. students loved it and everybody thought it was awesome. <laughs> and it, it preached the word, but it also was entertaining. It was just, it was really solid and good. And we had all kinds of feedback about that. Mm-hmm. So we were like redoing skits just because people were asking yeah, us to. Yeah, and like so. this summer, or I forget, we went back somewhere and they were like, oh, you're gonna do another skit, right? I'm like, well, I wasn't planning on it, but I guess we have to now. <laughs> had to get one together. Hey, worship leaders and team members, this is Clint. And I'm Tim. And we want to invite you to the Awakening Worship Conference for 2020. Yep, and this event is going to be all digital this year, and we've waived the registration fees to remove any barrier to your attending. The conference will take place for three days, October 13th, 14th, and 15th, and here is what you can expect. First, 30-minute live opening each morning uh, that will include uh, live worship, a brief devotion, some practical thoughts, intros of the leaders who are going to be speaking, and also great giveaways. Other than those 30 minutes each day, the presentations and sessions will all be video on demand with some discussion and interaction through Facebook. You do have to be in person at 9 in the morning central time to receive giveaways. But even if you're not available during the workday, you're still encouraged to register and attend and have access to the conference content. Registration is easy, and I'll tell you three ways to do that. First one is go to worshipleadertoolbox.com. The second one is go to harvestconferences.org. Or you can always remember to search the hashtag Awakening2020 to get to the right place. Um, a couple of things you mentioned. One was the internship process. So uh, one of the best things a church can do is have interns because it builds a framework for serving. And as a 20-something, sometimes it's a little difficult to figure out where to step in at church, especially in the, the fluidity of schedules and college and home and here mm-hmm. and breaks. And just it's hard to do it without some kind of official structure. So an internship has a start and an end date has a little bit of money to go along with it to make it a little easier to you know pull together and um, it's just been great so then ryan um, because of covid sort of changed plans moved back to the area started a master's degree instead of job you know landing and sort of did the path that like millions of college students are doing and just yeah. continuing <laughs> on kind of 50 50 anyway and covid pushed it over the edge and all of a sudden you're around the church again and so um, we basically pulled out of the Thin blue air. Uh, a, um, another internship. Another internship. This yeah. time related to the ministry at church. I almost hesitate to ask you what you're doing in this internship because so far in the first month it's been everything. It's been quite a hodgepodge. But <laughs> but one of the things I'm reflecting on is you're not a guitar playing worship leader. No. But I'm you not. are heavily 
uh, in place for you know using your skills for different areas. So what are some of the things that have transpired even in these first couple of weeks here at the church? So like you said, I'm not a up in front uh, guitar playing worship leader. I'm very much behind the scenes. I can stand on stage, but um, I do a lot of like for the band, I make sure that their stuff, that the music that they're getting is easy for them to, you know, find, easy for them to prepare for what they're doing next. Uh, I go play drums for some of the services and whatnot, which, again, background stuff mostly, mm -hmm. but it's important. Um, you, you've run the computer lyrics oh, because yeah. we've uh, just now started in person and we're trying to re-energize the team, and so you've stepped into a couple different spots. Played the percussion in the sanctuary service, played drums in the lower service, and yeah, oh, I shouldn't call it the lower service. It's the downstairs. Now, <laughs> but yeah, I think just about... And you've played saxophone. Yeah, we've, I've really times. covered a lot of jobs in the first month. <laughs> and, um, and so internships work two ways. One is that it really can help springboard and awaken in young adults some sort of desire to say, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I might do this forever, or at least, at the very least, the things I learn, I'm going to use in the church as I, mm -hmm. you know, grow up and, you know, start careers and families and stuff like that. The second thing is, it really does energize the church. So, <laughs> uh, an investment of an amount of money, and we won't disclose how much, we don't want people to get jealous, but <laughs> <laughs> you pull out some little money from a budget or a mission fund or, a, you know, a, somebody who just believes in it, and um, you add that fuel to the fire, uh, gas money and other things, and, and make it so that it's possible for young adults to serve in ministry. So, if you had to um, come up with some wisdom here on the fly, what would you tell other young adults that might be watching this or other worship leaders who might be watching this about internships? Like, what's the motivation from your standpoint? Well, uh, I can say that it's a very different experience from just being in worship, actually being there and helping and performing and helping worship along, in a sense. It's mm -hmm. really, it really brings it all together. It helps you connect to God a little bit better, too because you kind of have to delve deeper into what you think God wants to do in that service that you're in uh, on the spot. Yeah, And I think good. something I would tell anyone who's thinking about this, um, just give it a shot. I mean, obviously I'm not a ministry student. I'm not, I'm, a, I'm an engineering student and I still yeah. went along with this. Got to use a lot of the skills that were, that I had learned in class that didn't, I didn't think would pertain to ministry work, but it ended up helping out a lot with a lot of the tech stuff that I was dealing with. So yeah, that's true. Even if you think that your strengths might not be as suit as well suited to this, um, you'd be surprised. God uses everyone's strengths in different ways, and um, for worship leaders, be open to other people's different strengths and seeing yeah. what they can do. That is good. So we're going to wind down here. The only thing I would add to that is you're not a ministry student yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, who knows? Who knows? There, there's not like a pecking order. When God calls you, uh, there's, you know, you can, you can fulfill your calling in life, being an engineer or an accountant or a doctor or anything, and still be a pillar in your church. Mm -hmm. And so that is a, that's a great thing to know. And, and the second thing is, is that um, one of the awesome things about internships is that uh, you have an opportunity to, to clarify a little better what you're actually trying to do. And so during this internship, because it came up so quickly, I've actually 
been trying to clarify for a month here. I mean, we've had a, we've had plenty of opportunity, <laughs> but um, you know it really does sort of sharpen the leader to have to think about what you're trying to invite others to learn and do and participate in, and it doesn't just apply to paid you know semester-long internships or year-long internships. It also applies just to your volunteer teams and whoever you're leading, and uh, that's such a huge part of that. So I appreciate your work, Ryan. Appreciate you sitting down here in our sanctuary to talk a little bit about it. For those of you listening on the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast today, we're so thankful to have you. And we um, are looking forward to staying connected and to be in, uh, in ministry together. So don't forget to um, rate and like and share this podcast, write a review, give a five-star review, help us keep the thing rolling. And um, if you'd like to support this podcast, there's a link in the show notes as well. Let me just take a few moments to share how we distribute all of our online music on Spotify, YouTube, Amazon, and Apple. It's all in TuneCore.com. Upload your songs, pay one flat rate, and they do all the work. It's awesome. Get 50% off your first upload at WorshipLeaderToolbox.com slash TuneCore. That's WorshipLeaderToolbox.com slash TuneCore.